Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good and Straight Out the Den. I'd like to welcome you back to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Uh, we have a treat for you guys today. Uh, before I get into that, I, you know, I have a confession to make. Um, I'm not that big of a reader, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm definitely not that big of a reader. I, I, I like to read, but it's it's the time-consuming point for me. So, I mean, luckily for, for, for me and, and for you guys, um, the good folks over at uh, Audible, um, has teamed up with Straight Out the Den, and we're offering you something um, great. You can listen to audiobooks without reading them. You oh, know, put them in a CD player. Um, you know, put them on your your phone, all your devices, man, and listen to the podcast. So this podcast here is sponsored by Audible Podcast. Um, definitely, just all you got to do, man, go to audibletrial.com slash Straight Out the Den. S S T R the number eight O U T D A D E N. Uh, go there, um, and, and here's the beauty of it. You're going to get a 30-day free trial, Ooh. and with that 30-day free trial, you're actually going to get a free download of audiobooks. So uh, definitely go and check that out. And, um, you know, now that the business is over with, <laughs> welcome to the Straight Out the Damn podcast. Uh, we have the homie Brown. Hey. What's going on, man? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? And, and manager in the background, man. Hey, Derek. <laughs> hey, Derek <laughs> Smith. You know, it, it's one of those things where... Um, I will say this is probably the quickest uh, turnaround for a podcast that we've had ever in the history of the Straight Out of the Damn podcast. And I say that because uh, this guy, as you would see on the site, he's our Sunday Spotlight artist. And um, today, in a matter of, what, maybe three hours after the day, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Sunday Spotlight artist, he's in the dead, live in the dead, and we're doing the podcast, man. So so welcome, man. How you doing, bro? I, I'm doing pretty well. I'm happy to be in the den. This is hey, pretty tight, yeah. Man, I appreciate you coming through. Now, no problem, if, no problem. For man. you guys who haven't took the time to look at the uh, Sunday Spotlight for today, it's okay. I understand it's, it's still early. But um, Nashville, Tennessee artist, um, hip-hop artist, MC, dope at, at that. Thank you, And thank um, you. I don't know if you noticed, I, I did this on purpose. The McDonald's, the dollar menu. <laughs> I was looking at that video earlier. Yeah. Um, but you know, just just give us a rundown of the story, man. Like you know, first off, why are you here in Atlanta, out of all places? You know, being from Nashville, how did you get here for the weekend? Well, we happened to be here on a on a on a business trip. Uh, some 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 important people got wind of my music and they wanted to meet and chat. So uh, we're down here for that, and then. I see you guys posted me as your Sunday Spotlight Artist, and then, uh, you know, just sent out the information, and voila, I'm in the den, so that's why we're here, and man, I'm actually glad to be here, it's pretty man, tight. Dude, dude, I appreciate it, man, like, I'm, I'm a big advocate of just dope hip-hop, Yeah. you know, um, and whenever I hear that and come across that, I try to, I try my best to at least initiate a conversation, Right. you know, um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to any of our podcasts, man, but do like, like I was telling you earlier before we started recording, it's real free flowing yeah. and, and really what we want people to leave with is just a better understanding of who you are, cool. you know what I mean? Not just as an artist, but as a person all together, you know, yeah. and uh, hopefully we get a chance to accomplish that. I know we don't have much time, man. Like I said, this is quick impromptu and, and, and we cool with it. So, I, I, you know, I know we got short period of time. We're gonna get, we're gonna try to get as much done as possible during this time. So I want to go back to what I said about about this um, um, this cup here, yeah. McDonald's cup. Yeah. Um, you got a record. Yeah. Uh, give us the, the title of that record. I don't want to screw it up. It's, man, it's called the Dollar Menu Ballad, produced by Siege of Two Nine. Two Nine. Yeah. Shout out to Two Nine, man. Yeah. Curtis Williams, the whole crew over there. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched the video, uh-huh. and I'm gonna tell you the one thing that I loved about the video. Mm-hmm. First off, 
the video is one of those things where you don't, you're not even really sure that this is a video. It felt so like <laughs> real. You know what I mean? Like you're looking at it and like, okay, you go through the drive through and you know, first off, you guys order enough food for like yeah. the army. We, we spent we spent fifty five fifty at McDonald's. Fifty five fifty at McDonald's. Yeah. So that's a lot of dollar menu items. A lot you know of food. Yeah. A lot of food. And so I'm looking at it and I'm laughing because I'm like, man, like how much food is this guy gonna order? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, we almost got the fillet of fish, but we didn't get them. Though. Yeah, yeah, I heard him. He said like two more. Did somebody ask for two? Two fillet of fish. Why yeah. not? Why did didn't happen? We we already had dude. We had like ten of everything. Two twenty piece nuggets. Like six apple pies, like that. No, nobody knows. And four and four sodas. And four cokes, yeah. Yeah, yeah four sodas, man. Yeah. That was crazy, but I love the whole vibe of that. You know what I mean? Even looking at it, it just felt like you guys were having fun. Oh, you know it was a lot mean? of fun, man. It was. I love the in and out of you know, kind of like the storyline of you guys were just having fun, and then you'll just start rapping out of nowhere. You know what I mean? I thought that was dope. Yeah. Dope visual. Yeah. That was Shout cool. out to Jim's on VHS for shooting that video. That was oh. a really that was oh, a really yeah. good time. I, I love that name too, man. I love yeah. VHS. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's the man, man, yo. He's cool. the man. So you know, I want to. Um, as I take some a sip of water, I want to know your story, dude. Like, you know, I mentioned on the Sunday spotlight that being in Nashville, most people know Nashville to be like country music. Mm-hmm. So how did somebody growing up in, and, and I'm a bit ignorant to it because I, I think I've only been to like Nashville maybe a couple of times, you yeah. know, and I didn't really stay, you know, it was kind of like in and out yeah. type situation. So for, for, for those of us who don't really know, you know, much about Nashville besides, you know, the the obvious the country music scene how is it being from a place like that where you were able to kind of grasp toward hip hop um I mean for me I kind of I've never been like a country music person so in terms of how I, I got into it it was kind of just based off the fact that what my parents was listening to like my dad he was a big DMX and Tupac fan mm-hmm. And um, my mom was a, uh, she was a big Michael Jackson, Prince, all that like soulful stuff, Sade, yeah. uh, Patti LaBelle, Anita Baker, all that stuff. And then my aunt, she was big too on like bringing hip hop into my, into my ears. She, she put me on like uh, Outkast and, and Jay-Z and Bustin' Rounds and Missy Elliott. So with, with, with Nashville, it's kind of like, you know. It's weird because we do have a lot of country music, but we do have artists. We have a lot of artists, especially now. We got like a whole little movement going. And, and you know, we just... We really just like take our surroundings and what and what we see and what happens and what we do in our surroundings and try to just create that and channel that into something that people can relate to. So that's that's how it was for me in terms of getting into hip hop. It was just what my parents raised me to, raised me on actually, and then taking that plus what I saw and grew up around and just creating one big one big masterpiece. Dope, so, man. Yeah. That's you know, I love I love to hear those type of stories, man, because. For one, having family around yeah. to um, really engage you on, on hip hop and, and, and what's going on with the sound and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's so important because we don't get that a lot. You nah. know what I mean? Like a lot of times, especially the, the younger generation, we more so rebel and hip hop is our rebellion. You yeah. know, some of our parents are older and they, you know, they, they like what they like. That that, that stuff there, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. to have a family that, that really embraces it, I think that's dope, man. Yeah. You know. I want I want to get a little little into your story. Like, how, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Twenty one. Twenty one. So that's a great age, man. Enjoy that. Embrace yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's embrace been really that. Fun. Me, I, I just turned thirty. Um, what? Months ago. Yeah. Man. No, no way. Get out of yeah, here. I'm a thirty, man. Thirty? Uh, yeah. Get I, yeah I, I feel young. I got a younger. Spirit. You don't look anything like thirty. Thanks, man. Black really don't crack, yo. That's yeah, crazy, man. That's that's what they say, man. <laughs> I, and I appreciate that. Man. <laughs> 
people been telling me this. I tell people I'm 30, and they're like, no, dude, I don't believe it. So, obviously, I'm doing something right. I'm going to keep drinking water and, yeah. and you know. I got to start drinking more water, yo. yo dude, oh, my it's, God. It's essential to life. Sheesh. Dude, I might take those on take me with me on a road trip please, back. Please man. do, man. Please Jeez. do. Um, but you know, you said something and it's like a long run um standing joke here on, on the podcast. If you bring up outcast, I kinda go on a tangent. I know we don't have a lot of time, so I'm not gonna go off on that tangent, but For that's sure. to me is the best to ever to ever do it. Yeah. And um they they have a show coming up here in the city. I'm sad I'm missing it because Rari's opening, and so is Childish Gambino, and yes. I'm really sad about it. Yes, it, and you know Cuddy's gonna be there too. Yes, he is. I forgot Cuddy's about that. Sorry. And, and um, yeah, I'm 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 so excited, and I know it's gonna be a day where I'm at the park all day because I don't want to get there late and you know end up missing something. You yeah. Know? So I want to get there. And, and speaking of the, of the kid Rory, man, like I'm just really getting hit. And Lugo Child is so tight, man. man. Dude, cigarette just, song is crazy. Cigarette song, and I can't remember the. I think it's like number four, number five. Um, I cannot remember. The I can't name think of the names neither. But it's, it's crazy. I've been having that on repeat, dude. I, I love the project. Yeah, I just, I just love his vibe. And, and then his mom him. like snapping on like every beginning dude, of the song. It, it's, it's perfect. So it's good. perfect. It goes back to that rebellion that we were talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but you didn't experience that, but um. You know, so going back into the whole Nashville scene, dude, and, and um, just growing up with, with the hip-hop and, and embracing it, do you remember the first time you really, like, said that this is what I want to do? Yep. I was 17. 17. Like, I can't wait to be on MTV one day. Like, yep. if when I was 17 still exists, I can't wait to tell that story, because that'll be tight. But yeah. I was 17, and I freestyled for my dad. I told him I wanted to rap, and I went and, like... I wasn't too sure about it, but I knew I had the skills and whatever, and I freestyled in front of my dad, and his like eyes kind of blew up, and I was like, "Oh snap! I, I think I can do this." So, so that you was. Remember what you freestyle about? No, it was just a random rap. I remember the beat though. It was '93 to Infinity. If I saw some mischief, uh, yeah, well, yeah. That's a good beat. To freestyle <laughs> yeah, I did that. And, catch your dad's attention. And like, he was like, "Oh my god, you can actually rap!" And because yeah. it's funny, because like my dad wanted to be a rapper when he was growing up, but it just never panned out. I don't know what he was doing, but. Now I like, I took it and I'm like running with it. Dope, dope, I'm better dope. than him too. So hey, hey you, you gotta claim it, man. Yeah. You gotta claim it. You know, I, I mentioned, um, and, and I, I'm I don't want to misquote myself. <laughs> That's a crazy thing, but it it was something that I said that your music reminded me of, like, um, excuse me while I look up my own words. Oh, I just dude. I can't remember exactly what I, I know. It was kind of like the. It was like the stories that you tell are kind of um, unorthodox and, and just the, the type of flow. It was different. What I'm getting to is like your flow is different. Uh -huh. And in hip hop, you know, that's great. Yeah. Because nowadays everybody tends to sound like what's hot on the radio. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So whenever I can come across an artist that takes the time and, and really it comes off so genuine that I know you're probably not even thinking about it. It's just you being you yeah. as an artist. Um, I'm pulling up my, my exact quote. Um, of what I said, cause dude, I I, I type stuff. First thing that comes to mind, and I, I try not to, you know, dwell on it too much. But since we have you here in the building, I yeah. definitely want to uh, express what I said. Go, go right ahead, dude. Go right ahead. And and at this time, I'm trying to stall because my phone is moving very slow. <laughs> um, and it's time for another phone, dude. I'm I'm patiently waiting to October. I got it up here. I said that. Um, I like to call you artistically express random thoughts. 
And yeah. what I meant by that is not a diss. I don't want to oh, no, 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 um, I like I like the write up by the way. That oh, was that was tight. Thanks. That was a great thanks. thing to wake up to. So well, you know, we tried, man. We definitely yeah. tried. But what I meant by that is like it, it feels like you take whatever is going on at the moment and you you know, you bring it in and you bring it to the context of where like anybody can understand it. You know, like I I don't have a clue what it feels like to grow up in Nashville. But when you paint those stories, like we were talking off off mic about uh, the 722 EP, yeah. it's just, it feels like I'm going through that. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, I can appreciate that from an artist who can reel me in that, that type of way with the music. Um, we can get into the 722 uh, EP a little bit. First off, like, what's, what's behind the title? Okay, so, like, I was, like, scrounging around through my room one day, mm-hmm. and, um... I happened to find my birth certificate lying on my dresser, and I looked at it, and I read that I was born on like 7.22 in the morning on a Thursday, back in 93, and at the time, I just started writing it, started writing the tape, and I was like, I like it, because it kind of like symbolized like a new beginning, a new start for me, because I was was rapping before, I kind of took like a a long break, because... I had just dropped out. I went to Western Kentucky for a year. I had dropped out. I was like working at Chipotle. I got fired from Sprint. Like everything yeah. was so shitty. But like that that me finding that out on my birth certificate plus what I was writing at the time, it all kinda came together and that's where the title came from. And a lot of people thought it was my birthday and I was like, Yeah, yeah, nah. that's what I was thinking. I was thinking I was born April twenty second though. Okay. So cool, cool. Well shout out to that man. That was twenty twenty one on April twenty second. Yeah. You did say something, man, and, and you know, I'm just I, I pull things out of everywhere, you know, anywhere, but I don't like to quickly pass over stuff you say because like I said, at the end of the day I want people to know your story. Mm-hmm. Uh you said that you were in, in college at Western Kentucky. Yeah. And um for whatever reason you dropped out. Yeah. It was it was was that music that made you want to leave or, you know, what was it that put in your head? It was like, I don't need, you know, to be here. I need to be somewhere else. It was the fact that I really, really, really hated school and the fact that I was like, man, I really believe in myself. Like, I, I hated school. Yeah. I mean, Western Kentucky wasn't even that bad of a school. I just, just didn't like it. Like, I just did not want to be there. I couldn't see myself sitting in a desk taking notes, writing, doing papers for the next four years of my life. Yeah. And plus, I just really felt like it wouldn't, the music thing wouldn't come right away, but if I had took it time and put all my effort into it and actually had the patience for it, that everything would come to fruition like I thought it would. And so now, the EP dropped back in February. Now it's pretty much September, basically, to be where I'm at from where I was when I dropped out. It's, it's, it's pretty much, it's a blessing. So yeah. I, it was just, a, it was a fact of not liking school whatsoever and having faith in what you believe in and what you really want to do and what you love. So yeah. that's how I came about. That's, that's dope, man, because like really... Yeah, I guess you were like around 19, yeah. 19 when that happened. Yeah. That's that's a big step of maturity because a lot of people don't, you know, we, we procrastinate. My mom, was, my mom was so pissed. Oh, I can imagine. She was so pissed, dude. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, she's happy now. Like, I knew it was real when she posted like one of my performances on Facebook, but like, the, she was so pissed, dude. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where um, I understand it. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, I, I've always had that support system. Like, my background is in music production, and my father, kind of like your father, he was, you know, always doing music. And still to this day, my dad does a lot of, like, you know, engineering stuff, you know, mm-hmm. stuff here and there. And my little sister, she's really into music, too. So he kind of helps with her. But, you know, it was always his dream, mm-hmm. like, 
production was his dream. And me growing up, I always wanted to play ball. I was a baseball player. So I yeah. I wanted to go to Duke and play basketball. Oh, man. But I, then I wasn't growing anymore, so I just kind of <laughs> gave it up. Gave yeah, it up. Yeah. For me, I, I, I look back on it, I was like, dude, I did not have the work ethic to be a baseball player. You know, like looking at the stuff that happens, I just, you know, I didn't I didn't have the work ethic. But that's all I wanted to do. You know yeah. what I mean? And I would walk past equipment just chilling in the house all the time. And it's just amazing to see now, like, how it came full circle. You mm-hmm. know, it was like it was always there. I just didn't want to you know, appreciate it and want to deal with it. Yeah. So, you know, I can definitely relate to, you know, where you're at with your story. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say, man? This, this, this project, a little bit more on the project, 722, like when you initially put it together, what was the, like the main goal, you know, for the project? What did you want to get across with it? The main goal of 722 was... I, I tell people, if you never get to have a personal one-on-one conversation like with, with me, like if you never got to meet me, I wanted 722 to be the one project that would connect you and make you relate to who I am. Because, you know, I, I you never know what could happen today yeah. or tomorrow or, or whatever. So I figured, why not give people an introduction of myself so they can understand who I am, why I do it, and where I'm coming from. So... Like, like for me, it's just, if you never got to meet me and you wanted to get an impression of who I was, 722 EP is that impression, it's like it's, that impression. It's very, a very personal project. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like you say, it's, it's who you are. Right. Um, And, and you know, it's, that's a good thing to always have something that you can come back to. Uh-huh. And it's like building that solid foundation. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, You've been an independent artist, you know. I'm sure you you know the importance of a lot of things, man. Like for one, the grind never stops. Like never. as an independent artist, you, never. You know you you you're doing a lot. Of, it's you guys both are doing. You know yeah, Derek, Derek, yo, really quick, Derek, Derek's the man, yo. Derek and my DJ yeah. GB, like he's it, so humble too. He's yeah, like, look, look. no, no, he's dude, dude you man, he did dude, like this, one finger up and just dude, drink look, some you're lucky you didn't give this man a microphone because he'll. Oh my no, god, man. man. No, <laughs> don't get this man on the mic. No, no. But nah, man. Derek, Derek's really helped me out, man, yeah. so much, and he's really like took me on this. I'm kind of like a big brother, little brother thing, man. Derek, Derek's, Derek's really done an amazing job getting us to where we're at right now. So, so how did, how did you guys link? So the 722 was actually supposed to release back in January, mm-hmm. and uh, we I had some things come up or whatever, and just some decisions to like cut it down and linking up with new people who were like taking me in different directions better directions but different directions or whatever but Derek happened to be there and he was just a camera he had like his camera he was a spectator at the time and he was like dude after I got off stage he was like dude I really like it man you got it like hit me up tomorrow or whatever if you like if you got anything to do if you're free and I was like for sure and then from there we brought him along the team and he was my cameraman at first and then he told me his experiences about working with different record labels and different companies and being on tour and stuff. And he, he kind of knew the, 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 the ups and the ins and outs of the business or whatever. And so finally I just made like a like an executive decision to be like, man, come on and be my manager. Because he knows what he's doing. We communicate pretty very well. Um, he, he likes good music. Like he knows what's good and what's not good. So he just, we looked up at the 722 show that I had and then... At the time, it just developed and grew, and now we're at where we're at, and it's it's been pretty dope. Like he That's he knows dope, what he's man. doing. It's always a good thing to have somebody that truly understands. Number one, the business, yeah. and, and number two, really have like a goal in mind for you, yeah. and have a passion for the music. Because right. a lot of times you have, you know, 
you have people that they they know the business back and forward, mm-hmm. but they don't really have a passion for the music, let alone your music. Yeah. So they're kind of just going through the motions, you know, and not necessarily for the check, but it's like, oh, I'm used to it. I know what's going on. So this is this and this. I help this guy out. Right. But when they genuinely love your music and how you guys connect it. I'm on his iPod. That says a lot in itself. That, that, man, that says more than a lot. Because yeah. I mean, you, you know, I, I get so many emails daily from uh-huh. artists. And I don't know. Did you send me the email initially or your PR or somebody? Probably Lacey. Probably Lacey. E. Yeah, probably Lacey. Did. Lacey yeah. did send it. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm, I'm starting to learn her name because she sent me a lot of dope stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, tight. Yeah. Shout out to Lacey. She's yeah, really shout tight. out to Lacey. I, I really appreciate her efforts and and just you know finding good talent. Um, but yeah, man, when you got a solid team, especially on the independent level, it it goes so far, man, so far. Mm-hmm. Like, what's you know what's in the future for you guys, man? Like, I heard you say you had the seven twenty two show. Are you putting other shows together yourself, or like how do you guys work in that? Um, as of right now, I actually got a show back in Nashville uh, this upcoming Saturday. Uh, and then I got another one September 25th it's kind of like a Kanye West tribute show doing mm-hmm. a bunch of covers and stuff and like all the proceeds and the funds go to the National Black Music Museum that they're Yo. building back in Nashville uh, after that uh, doing a video for another song off the EP I won't say which one it's gonna be really tight though it's you'll tell really, me off air yeah, yeah I can tell you off air and then <laughs> after that uh, just other than that just really writing and getting ready for the next project which we're gonna drop next year uh, so yeah just a lot of just a couple more shows and then just getting back getting back on the on the writing and creating new music stuff. So like so, you know, um since we're kinda in this this independent conversation, mm-hmm. for you, I'm sure you you've learned the, the the building the solid foundation, but what's been the most difficult part? You know, I like to hear about those type of trials. You know what I'm saying? What what's been the most difficult part for you just as far as breaking? The most it's just being patient. Okay. Cause it's like, man, I got this really tight music. Like, why is, like, why is it not picking up sometimes? Yeah. But you, I, I think that's probably the type of things is being patient and and realizing that like, since this if this is what you really want to do, like this is like this is gonna be your job. It's gonna be your life twenty four seven. So it's kind of like adjusting and being patient and being like, I know my time is coming. Just gotta keep working, kind of keep grinding. Cause you know a lot of people feel like. Man, I got this. I got that. I got this. I got mm-hmm. that. But you really gotta work for it. Yeah. So it's just, just that's probably the hardest thing. Just being patient. Yeah. And making sure that like you don't you don't get too crazy, you know, wild out and act like man, I was been done this, been done that. Cause yeah. you know you, you have to work for everything. Like it's no so matter easy. what, you got to work for everything. It's so. so easy to get discouraged, man. Yeah. Especially when you know you have the talent. Yeah. Um, you know, I I said something a couple of days ago on Twitter, um, and and I've I've been trying to. You know, put some. I guess when you find out that people are actually listening, mm-hmm. you know, it encouraged me to keep putting out, you know, some positive things. And and I said something, you know, the other day. If if people don't appreciate your brand, it's because of like one or two things. Mm-hmm. Either number one, you know, there's some more work to do on your part, or number two, they're just not your target audience. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like sometimes, especially as an independent artist. When you're trying to figure out your audience, mm-hmm. sometimes you grind so hard to the wrong people. It's like trying to do shows in front of rock people that don't care anything about. <laughs> yeah. It's just no matter how great of a performer you are, if they don't like you, they just not you know they're not gonna like you. So it's mm-hmm. identifying that target audience is is key. You yeah. know, know who wants to listen to you. Right. The um the name Brown because it's, it's stuck in my head like. Is that a party in their work? Where did it yeah, come from? Yeah, that's my that's my last, last name. Because yes, okay. people people don't know how to say Brian. 
Like my my real name is Brian Brown, and some people are like Brian. And I'm like, what is that? Like, so I just went by. <laughs> oh, is it Brian? Or yeah, Brian. Brian. B R I A N. Okay. Yeah, and people are like Brian. I'm like, dude, that's not my name. Just yeah. just say two. Just say the two syllables, bro. Like, come on. So I just kind of wanted to go by Brown gotcha. because you know I feel like it's a representation of like who like the whole family that I grew up with, like who who raised me and and who helped me with this, who helped me with that. So I feel like I'm just representing my whole family with what I do. And, and giving them something to be proud about. So I just went by Brown. That's dope, dope. So, I mean, I know your Twitter handle is who is Brown. So World of Brown. World of Brown. Yeah. World of Brown. World of Brown, yeah. correct. And that's Derek Smith. Is it D-E-R-E-K-S-M-I-F-Z? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and weird. We, we're definitely go- that, so that was his idea? Yeah, that. Okay. World of Brown, yeah. We are kind of just wanted to make something real uniform gotcha. and real easy for people to like look up to. Because at first it was like Brown with like nine O's. Because it was kind of like a play on to the oh. child call scenario. Who is that, Brown? Just play on to that. But nobody wanted to type in nine O's yeah. to look up my name. So yeah. we just kind of come up with something uniform. That's dope, man. So, so World of Brown. Like, yeah. um, that's the story behind it. I was definitely going to try to figure out like why that. Because initially when I saw it, I thought that was the, net, the rap name like world of brown but then i saw it okay brown that's yeah gotcha gotcha definitely. world of brown that'd be a long ass rapper name. it is yeah. it is it's long but i, I, I get it either way i yeah. get it either way so you know more more into your story man because i know and, and anytime just let me know you know we need to wrap up um i, I want to be courteous of time i'm um that's one thing i know people can't get back so yeah. whenever we we try to do we try to make sure we get it right um diving a little more into your story you being, you know, so far we got, you know, Nashville artists, you know, went to college, dropped out, pursued your dream. You know exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Being 21, you know, how how has it affected your personal life? And when I say personal life, I mean, you can get as personal as you want to. I don't <laughs> care about that. But, you know, I, only reason why I say that is because I know there's some things that you have to give up when pursuing your dreams. Like, and... and I want to know for you: Is there anything that you had to change in your life to to get to where you where you're trying to go or where you're at now? I couldn't be as lazy, and like you know, sometimes sometimes I kind of just want to like not do anything, mm-hmm. and then working with Derek, he'll be like, "Come on, let's go!" Like he's like Joe Jackson, but he doesn't <laughs> doesn't beat me though. <laughs> he does like or like eat the cake, Andy May. Yeah, Rap yeah, your yeah. verse, Brown. Like so, him just. Him and, and Ducko, Ducko McFly, like that's somebody else who I work with. Um, shout out to the fam, for, by the way. Um, just, just, just not being as lazy. I can't be as lazy as I want to. Um, what else has changed in my personal life? Um, I don't know. Girls think I'm cute now. And that's always a plus. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean why does it happen like that? Man? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't I, I, they act like I can rap their way into rap my way into their heart sometimes. I mean, I got verses. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, just, just, just not, just, just honestly, just being, just being on it constantly, like yeah. not, not letting opportunities slip. Just always staying focused and making sure that I do what I need to do in order to be able to do what I want to do. That, that's really what it's about, man. It's just making sure I do what I need to do to do what I want to do. So yeah, just 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 constantly working. Sometimes I can't kick it with my people like I want to. Like my friends be like, "Yo, what's going on?" I'm like, "Man, I got a show this weekend, but I catch up with y'all." And it kind of sucks, but it's like. If you actually believe in me and what I'm doing and what my yeah. dreams are, then you'll understand. Like, you know, I we'll we'll catch up another time. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. personal reason why I'm I not mean, kicking you're working. Like that. It's yeah. different than if you're right. at work nine to five and you can't talk to them then. It's right. Like, you know, it's the same same type of concept. Right. Um. You know, 
I have I haven't seen any footage of your live show, but um, I, I'm interested just to see like the steps that that you take in and, and, and you know just the production behind your live show. Like, are there anything that you do to kind of stand out? You know, <laughs> before every show we eat this chicken restaurant. We had this chicken restaurant back home called Hattie B's. It's amazing. Like I'm gonna have to write Hattie B's. It, yeah, Hattie B's. H a double t i e. B's B apostrophe S. It's yeah, amazing. Is this a chicken spot or is it just soul food? Like it's like a it's like a hot chicken place. Okay, okay. It's it's so delicious, yo. Like it's it's amazing. Oh, uh, just just try to go up there. And just have like a lot of energy and have a lot of fun. I don't really like have no set agenda or gotcha. anything like that. I just want to make sure that like when you leave, like if you paid to see me at a show, you feel like you got your money's worth. So, but besides that, just eating that Hattie B's, man, cuz so, it's really good. I mean, it sounds good. It's you guys so like good. I think Hattie B's need to like cut y'all a check or something cuz I want some Hattie B's right now and Dude, I, if I've they been... listen to this, I hope they cut me a check. <laughs> I'm gonna make I just want I just want free food for like the rest of the year. That, that's it. That'll just, be no, it. No, gotta, no, no, just lifetime. Man. Oh gotta, man, yo, because I've never heard of Hattie B's, dude. Dude, like, it's 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 flames. Like, it's so go, good. When I go to Nashville, we will we will take you. We will take thank you. You. Thank you should come on a Sunday. They got chicken and waffles on Sunday. Sounds good to me. And it comes with like, the fruit on top. Oh man, dude. Hattie B's. That, yes. That's that's it. That's yes. where we're going. That's my next road. Yes. Oh, it's not my next. Hattie road. B's, everybody. Hattie but B's. When I go, I'm going to Hattie B's. There you yes. go. So tell me, tell me about. Um, well, this is random, but what happens when you're on the road? <laughs> like, no oh, we we go before every show. Like, we either we'll eat it like the day before okay. we hit the road, or we'll like call it to go and like try to eat it on the road or something oh, that's like dope. that. So yeah. it, it's really it's like, it's real deal a ritual. Like, we yeah. don't okay. we don't play about no, that. No, it's serious. <laughs> I can hear it. It's it's definitely serious. the the world might be off balance if we don't get our Hattie B's before. <laughs> you got to get the Hattie B's. I hear yeah. you, dude. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I'm like, <laughs> hey, go for it. Yeah. You know, if it works, it oh, works. and Fiji water. Okay. Yeah. I, I've I've been slacking not having my Fiji water, but I had some yesterday. It was scrumptious. It's, is is that really a difference, man? Because now I feel bad because I actually gave. I don't know if you have Aldi's in. Um, mm, you have Aldi in that field. Yeah. I, I'm okay. Let me tell you something about me. I'm frugal, so I don't like to spend a lot of money. Right? That's you. You don't like to spend. <laughs> Sometimes he's frugal. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't like to spend a lot of money, man. I, I guess I'm. It's just me, man. I'm 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 all about like no debt type thing, so I don't I don't like to spend a lot of money. So yeah. I, I got these waters for like two dollars for like uh you know what? How many was in the like twenty five? Oh word! Like 20, Get out of here! Twenty four packs. You know? I mean, I drink that. I don't get yo. That's a still. Yeah, but you know, I, I understand. I'm not trying to knock what you're doing. Oh no! Nah. I you know it's funny that probably isn't a difference, but I the taste. I, I, it, yeah, I, it's, it's psychological. It's definitely psychological. A lot of times it's too crowded, uh, too crowded for comfort, yeah. which means like you can't go there and just enjoy yourself because everybody is there and like they're trying to hurry up and get people in. Because like if you go to the main one on Peachtree, uh-huh. the line is like outside and wrapped to the parking lot. 
Sheesh. On a regular, that's like every day because that's wild, yeah. it's a small, it's a small spot, you know. But they do have like several other locations, but where we are now, that's probably the closest one. Huh. But it's just like you know, it's a small spot, and everybody's trying to get in there. Yeah, you know. Uh, but the chicken and waffles are pretty good. Pretty good. If you guys want pizza, go to Camelli's. It's a good spot. We tried to go to American Deli today. Yeah, I mean American Deli is like you know, they're all over. But so flames, yo, so good. Dude. Yeah, it's 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 like one of those. You know, I guess like neighborhood spots, like yeah. everybody pretty much go to. But yeah, if y'all want burgers, like like good burgers, um, go to Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Grindhouse burgers are good. Yeah, burgers good, but it's you know it's gonna be kind of pricey. They're oh. both kind of pricey, like right. six or seven bucks for a burger. But eh, hey, you know, it ain't too bad. But I mean, they're they're good. They're good burgers. That's cool. I and I just cool. I know a lot about food because me and my wife we always going somewhere. You know, Grindhouse. I yeah. like I like the side of Grindhouse. Yeah, Grindhouse. It's it's a cool vibe, man. They show like uh, old school like kung fu flicks. Yo, that's tight. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's right off of Piedmont, dude. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, we might have to go to Grindhouse yeah, next Grindhouse time we're here. Yeah, yeah. So, that sounds funny. Definitely, man. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna see what else. What else can we got? We got to go through, man. Um, I'm trying to see. We're right at about. Uh, uh, I don't know. We we haven't been on too long. Maybe a little under. 20 minutes 20, huh. a little over 20 minutes this feels so natural what? this is crazy yeah. just take but I do want to ask a few other questions before we get to our vinyl conversation segment you asked about the vinyl yeah we definitely got something for the vinyl so we're going to make sure we go through that for sure um, you said that you have a project that you're working on is it going to be in the same type of Tone without giving too much, I know you know you're trying to keep something for yeah, comfort. This it, this one this one's gonna be tight. It's gonna be a special. It is gonna be tight. So like, what can you give us without giving us too much about this upcoming project? What can I give y'all without giving y'all too much? Ooh, um, it's oh man, what can I say? It's it's just gonna be besides that, it's gonna be really tight, man. It's just something. It's a concept one. It's a concept. Album, mixtape, EP, whatever you want to call it. Something that, you know, I think anybody who's grown up in what the, the CD is going to be about, like anybody who's grew up in that situation or dilemma is going to be able to relate to and understand. So, uh, real, real different sound, too. Not like too different, but something that has been in hip hop before, but it's going to be done to like a whole. Like, like a whole different level, I would say. So I like the yeah. way you think, man. Yeah. I definitely like the way you think. It, it's all about trying to bring something new to the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that's the key. Like just give us something else. You know what I mean? No not the what's on the radio because I do like you know, I like I like a lot of that stuff. I've learned to appreciate it more, I'll say that. Yeah. But you know, I just wanna hear I wanna hear the the next guy. I wanna hear you make a sound that other people are gonna try to, you know, right. duplicate. Exactly. That's that's what I wanna see, man. Yeah. You know? So when when you're on that are there, you know, for, for the for the, the next project, are there any, is it going to be one of those conceptual albums where it's mainly you, or are you going to go out and reach out for features, or, you know? I definitely want to get a, I definitely want to get a few features, but for what the album is based around, what the concept is, is it's mainly going to be me, but I do definitely want to get some features where it'll actually fit and make sense within the album and what it does, because a, a thing that a lot of people kind of, like, you know, kind of seem to like miss on is like track track sequencing and mm-hmm. getting features in the right places where they fit and making sure it sounds cohesive and as complete and and sonic as possible. So if I, I do definitely want to get a few features, but if I when I get them, I want to make sure they fit in the right 
in the right place and on the right topic and they'll fit that mood. And even if they and even if it's like, you know, out of that artist's character, well not necessarily the character out of their realm, mm-hmm. out of their lane, they're able to make their style fit for what the song will be about. So Gotcha, gotcha. I mean you don't want to force it, right? Yeah, just, exactly. It, it has to be right. I, I, I can definitely understand that. Yeah. Um you know, your your creative process, man, because I I listen to the records and, and you know, I mean, I just, I generally like, you know, what you're doing as an artist, but mm-hmm. like your process in the studio, is it, I know you say you, you, you got to have the Hattie B's when you, before you do a show, but like for you creating, are there anything like, you know, that you like to do special, you know what I mean? To get, kind of get you in the zone or, you know, what is it that you like to do? I write my verses in Indian style, if that's cool. Uh, to that's know. different. I've never heard anybody say that. Yeah, I write my <laughs> verses in Indian style. Uh, no, just try to get in there, get as focused as possible and, and, and and get out. Well, not necessarily get out, but make sure you know I get in there. I I hit I hit the important stuff. Cause the thing is, I'm still growing too. Like yeah. I'm still getting better. I'm trying to figure out how to use my voice and different sounds and pitches and ranges and stuff like that. So I'm still developing. Cause Seven Twenty Two is my first anything. It's my first project yeah. I ever dropped. So um, when I'm in the studio, just making sure that I'm focused. I need to be in hitting certain points and making it sound as 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 dope as possible. And you know, just, just, just really just knocking it out like I'm supposed to knock it out, man. Because uh, you don't want to waste nobody's time. Yeah, you don't want to sit in there for five hours trying to write a song there. Come in there prepared with your stuff and then be ready to go at it and do what you need to do. Uh, that's true. And, you know, speaking of writing, I, I, I can't forget, you know, to mention um, that I don't like to do a lot of reading. <laughs> <laughs> I got, you know, we, we got to pay the bills, man. You know, yeah. we got to pay the bills. And, and you guys heard me mention earlier about uh, Audible Podcast. Um, you know, get you a, a, a audio book, man. Yeah. Um, you know, why not? Put yeah, it on play, not? listen to it in the background. I mean, you can even listen to it in one ear while you listen to this podcast in the other ear. Whoa, you can do that for real? You could. I don't know if you'll comprehend what's being spoken. Uh, probably to you, not, but, but that's still kind of tight. It could definitely work for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let, let me get you the, the link. Definitely go to uh, com uh-huh. um, forward slash straight out the den. That's S-T-R, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Um, get a free trial, man. Uh, free trial. And with that free trial, you also get a free uh, audio book courtesy of Straight Out the Den. It's anything, anything you like to read. I mean, even if you want to get like, you know, something as simple as Cat in the Hat. I mean, it's definitely there. <laughs> you want to go, a little, you know, all the John Grisham books, all of that. I don't know what you like to read. Is there any type of books you guys like? Any? I like comic books. Nonfiction. There's a ton of nonfiction books. I could go through the whole list for you, but I'll save you that, that you know, that energy and I'll let you do it on your own. But go there, go, make sure you go there again, um, audibletrial.com slash Straight Out the Den. Get the free trial. Uh, check it out. Help us help you and um, all of that good jazz, man. Cool. But yeah, you know, before you get out of here, I know we're, we're crunching on time, dude. I want to get make sure we do this uh, vinyl conversation segment. Cool. So I'll give you a brief rundown of what it is. All right. And we can go from there. You see the vinyl here. Yeah. There's three crates. I want you to go in there, pick a record from each crate randomly. I mean, don't look at the record. Uh, just go through and pick something out. Okay. And we're going to take those three records. You're going to look at them. Give us a story from it. It can be a personal story. It can be anything. Just tell us what comes to mind when you see those three records. Then after that, we're going to take one of those records. We're going to throw it on a record player. You're going to give us some bars. It can be freestyle oh. or written. Just do something for us. All right? I knew it. Yeah, well, I, I told it. you it had to be something, man. I knew it. It had to be something. Wait, so I take three? Yeah, three records. So I just go ahead and pick yeah, yeah, three now? Pick. Oh, man. This is this is interesting. I knew he was going to put me on the spot. Yeah, Damn. man. We, we got to, man. It's only fair. Oh, man. Jeez. So you can go 
one from there, one from there, then one from from this one here. Randomly. Oh, I randomly. <laughs> oh, man. Randomly. It's only fun randomly. <laughs> oh, wow. Murphy, oh, put wow. your mouth on me. <laughs> I'm definitely thinking this one. Just because it's funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know, man. This is tough. This is crazy. I don't know what to think, man. Just, just randomly. Just anything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. God is a good God. That's one of his songs. How big is God? Whoa. Pause, bro. records there so just go through each one of those uh just you know give us a story tell us whatever you know comes to mind about those three records um when i see ray charles i i think of just how talented of an artist he was he was he was amazing like and i think of the movie ray too jamie fox put on a hell of a performance yeah he did he He put on a hell of a performance he deserved that oscar um ray charles is really dope and which and one? What's the name of that record? This is called? called Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. Uh, string arrangements by Marty Page and big band arrangements by Gerald Wilson and Gil Fuller. Uh, That's an old school one. This is old. Yeah. Old school. Uh, I want to see what years it was in. This is Look for the bottom, bottom left, bottom right. Uh, let me see. It doesn't say, unfortunately, right now. This, this has got to be like... Old as crap though. We're not old as crap, but still. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably like ABC Paramount Records. Yeah, whenever I just think of Ray Charles, man, I just think how 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 transcendent he was. Like he's made he's the Georgia, you know, the Georgia yeah, song. Yeah, right? definitely. Uh, this is pretty tight though. I might. I wish I had a vinyl player. Uh, this would be tight. Now, now this I'm not gonna lie to you. This he he said randomly. So I, my father's favorite songs by Oral Roberts. This is, oh no, Richard Roberts is who is by Oral Roberts is his dad. Okay, um, this came out. She ain't got the year on this either. I'm sorry. When I think of the word oral, I think of the show oral moral oral that was on Adult Swim. That show was hilarious, yo. Um. He got a song on here called How Big Is God and Reach Out to Jesus. And so it's definitely a gospel. Definitely got to be a gospel. gospel I don't want to talk bad about this guy, though, because he's, he's homies with God or whatever, so that's tight. But I don't want to like talk bad about this record. He's had a nice haircut, too. <laughs> yeah, he's got a nice look. He's got the same haircut as you, dude. That you did. Look at that. The partner head and everything. All he's missing is a bottom grill, and you beat Richard Roberts, bro. <laughs> now, Eddie Murphy, put your mouth on me. <laughs> yeah. This is my kind of record. <laughs> that's, that's classic, yeah. Put your mouth on me. I wish this was out. My girl wants to party all the time. I would have freestyled that in a heartbeat. I love that song. Um, Eddie Murphy's great. He's one of the funniest people ever, dude. Like VH1, when they do their like SNL marathons, and they do all his SNL skits, fucking hilarious. Yeah, man. He, he's he's classic, man. He's been around for and, a while. And, he, and plus, he's, he, he was in Coming to America, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jump on one leg and bark like a duck. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> 
And he was tight in Shrek too. He was donkey in Shrek, man. So that's, that's that was what that was like. That's my, what came to mind. Well, when I when I think of Eddie Murphy, I think of coming to America. I think of Boomerang. I think of Harlem Nights when old girl got shot in the pinky toe. Oh yeah, and, oh, and, man. And the Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Eddie Eddie's um Eddie's face is so serious on here. He's got the part in the middle, and he's got like this blinged out ass ring. I didn't know he had more songs than than party all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, I mean, he he did a whole album. I can only imagine what "Put Your Mouth on Me" is about. You know, like this, this, this. He can go so many ways with this. But all right, so now what we want to do, man? You can pick one of those three. Oh, man, I, I, and, gotta, uh, I gotta go with Eddie Murphy. Go with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I gotta go with Eddie Murphy. All right, so we're going with Eddie Murphy. Um, Put your mouth on me. <laughs> um, we got the 12-inch version, the 7-inch version, the club mix, and the Pix Dub mix. Oh, Pix Dub. What is that? I, I have no clue, dude. No clue. I swear to you, I probably only listened to this record one time. And the only reason why I got it, because I saw Eddie Murphy, like you said, had another record other than Party All The Time. Did you know Rick James produced and wrote Party All The Time? Yeah, Rick I Rick James is the GOAT, yeah, yo. yeah. So which one do you want, man? You want the picks mix? I think you you reacted most to that. Uh, let's let's do it. This is yeah. this is crazy. Right, and this is 1989, by the way. I, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> 89, damn. 89. It took me. I was here four years later. <laughs> damn, <laughs> he was three in 89, Derek. Damn, turn up, bro. So you call like all the good cartoons and shit, like 89, GI <laughs> Joe and Voltron and Transformers and shit. Voltron is tight, yeah. All right, so we're going to put this record on, man. You can give us some bars, man. Freestyle or rent, it don't Dude, matter. Oh, man, this is, anything. This is crazy. All right. I'm so, like, nervous about this. <laughs> and I have no clue what this is going to be. So, I man. have no idea either. This is exciting. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just want to listen to the song. <laughs> Yo, what is this? Wait a minute. Can Eddie Murphy sing? In the building, there's no need for me to show out. Each step is spelled, it's obvious. I'm the show now, so profound. All about I like pronouns. I have time, I just be lodging inside your yoga conglomerate. We're joining under pressure, y'all. The 98 jazz, I'm fucking around and bombing rust your ass. Leave the form after I shoot the J, I leave it hanging. How ironic, left me hanging when I came in. Now shit ain't been the same since. Everybody like, who that kid who that came out the blue? Oh, it's just that homie Brown. Eastside, I thought you knew. Run shit to the point where Jesse Owens, I return from the grave and give me a metaphor of the trash that I slay. If you bring your girl around, you in trouble. She on my tip like Tiny, so when she swallow my kids, cut out the family hustle. Yeah, hell yeah, we on it getting started. Got them on the problems, like goes so retarded. Think you beating me, boy, stop, pay the boy. You only get half like a crop top, whatnot, top snotch. Everything I do so top notch. I do it for the love, for the hip hop. Eddie Murphy playing in the background. I can't lie, I kinda like this sound. He can't really sing at all, but it's really kinda bumping. Kangaroos, you know, I keep a straight jumping. I don't know what to say, and I don't know what to do. Young kid with the game like a PS2. You and we 
can make a stretch like NBA Street. I can't be beat. Every sports, yeah, you know I got the heat. Ooh, we, yo, baby. You know I got a buzzing like Swayze. How in the hell could you hate me? 90s, they made me. I'm a 90s baby. Sporty, yo, these double issues. Everything I spit so delicious. Wait a minute. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like this song, though. What's this called? The, the, the Picks Dub Mix? This is that's crazy shit. We had to we had to go download this as soon as we got to The song's already over. That was quick as hell. No, I'm actually fading out. Oh, I was like, whoa, no, no, no. man, that was a quick song, man. Yeah, it's all good. It's crazy. But hey. That that was actually great, man. You did a good job on that. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I was wondering what you was gonna do with that. I, I, I really I, was wondering what. You what is the What does the original one sound like? If you don't mind. Like, yeah. No. We'll, we'll actually what we'll do we'll play the original on the outro. For sure. That. Cool. We'll that's straight. That's straight. Well, hey man, it's Jay Good is straight out the den. Um, it's been great, man. I've been in here with Brown, man, and, and like I said, this was the quickest turnover on a podcast that we've ever done yeah. in history. So you made history with the den today, bro. Yes. Definitely made history. All right. Uh, yeah. Learned a lot about this guy, man, in the short period of time that we had, man. Hey, you're welcome to come back to the den whenever you want. Dude, to, thank like, you so much. Definitely. Before we get out of here, though, man, uh, make sure you give us your uh, your Twitter, Facebook, all of that, how you can be connected, where they can check out the music. All right. So Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. You all can follow me at the name of World, W-O-R-L-D-O-F-B-R-O-W-N. That is World of Brown. Facebook is Brown's World. Um, you can keep up with me and everything. I do also have a website of my own, www.worldofbrown.com. And you can keep and you can find all of that there. The Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, and the Facebook. So you know, if you want to go and search, that's fine. But I'd prefer you go to worldofbrown.com to make that, it easy on you. It's easy. It's simple. Worldofbrown.com. Make sure you go there and check out the homie, man. Yeah. Hey, um, it's Jay Good straight out of the den. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at STR the number eight O U T D A D E N. Yeah. Um oh, and I forgot to tell you guys, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, that's great. We love it. We love you listening. That's that's the most important. You guys love to like and comment uh, on SoundCloud. But what I need you to do really is go to iTunes and subscribe to the Straight Out of Den podcast. You can search. You can click the uh, little button right there on the SoundCloud page. That's cool too. Go there. Uh, just subscribe, rate, and comment the podcast. Tell us what you like, you dislike. It, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that you guys do that. And um, I think I think that's it, man. I think cool. we I think we covered everything. Um, I like to leave these things on, on a high note. I've been giving these like words of wisdom lately, Word. um, and so I'm gonna stick with the same thing that I've been saying, and hopefully I remember it right. But um, what I say is, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, mm-hmm. research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. Mm. And on that note, we out. I like that. Thank you. Cool. Oh, and we're, we're gonna play the the outro yes. of this record here. So excited. Um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Shout out for me. <laughs> I guess that that's Paul's worthy, right? Paul's <laughs> is hell. That's the word. That's <laughs> it's not that far. It, it sounds close to the same. Hey, man. They just added some extra beats. Who told Eddie Murphy? Oh. He's amazing. I feel like a cartoon cat's gonna pop out in this song somewhere. Like the Paula, uh, what is it, Paula Abdulvia? Yeah. <laughs>